You're listening to the two dumb yinzers. So long, screwy! See you in St. Louis! Good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Dumb Yinzers. This is Tuesday morning, episode 229. Good morning, Michael. How you doing, man? I'm doing great today, man. I'm a great day. Great day, great day. Okay. Did you did you buy some eggs after you got paid? No, no, I, I did not take out the mortgage to buy these You know, eggs. the thing is about these eggs, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Fuck, it's eggs. If you if you have to pay a couple extra dollars to yeah. get eggs, pay an extra yeah. couple dollars to get eggs. Like, like yeah, there's like an I I read into it. It was like there's like an actual egg shortage. That's why they're so high. There's a shortage of eggs. Why would you? Why do you suppose there's a shortage of eggs? Maybe these chickens were tired, or you know, like everyone was home for two years. These 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 hens, they were like, you know what? We're not laying eggs anymore. You people ate too many eggs. You overworked us. They they unionized and they went on strike. <laughs> you know the dumb thing about these eggs, Mike. You know, I I like eggs. I like eggs as much as the next guy. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm fine without eggs. I mean, I, I generally go quite some time without eating eggs. I think it's just people like to hear themselves talk. Yeah. Um, like, I, like some people that, you know, like, God, it's like a staple. Especially, you know, people who are like, oh, Wick and all that. It's a good source of food right there, man, for the kids. Eggs are good. But me as an adult, if you're an adult, quit bitching. Usually you figure with like kids. Wick and things like that, they get that for for free anyway. So it isn't like that price it, is even affecting them, right? You know, no, but still, like the availability of the eggs. Hmm. I want to. I want to have like another kid just so I can go back onto Wick. I just want to buy Cadbury <laughs> eggs and eat those all the time. Ooh, I'm sure. I hate Cadbury eggs. I'm like, I'm, the thing is, the thing is to me, they're not great. I don't love Cadbury eggs. I like them. Mm -hmm. I mean, if there's one in front of me yeah. or I'm somewhere like at a yeah. workplace and there's one laying around, and you better damn well believe I'm going to pick it up and eat it. But so I, I don't. Ugh, that center. Yeah. I, I think I enjoyed like the very first Cadbury egg I ever ate. Then I went back to have another one and just did not live up to it. Yeah. It, it was disgusting. I've seen a, I've seen a funny meme. And it was a frying pan with an egg in it. And it was like in the 80s. And you may have seen this. Yeah. It said, uh, this is your, you know, th this is what we had in the 80s. This is your brain on drugs. Uh -huh. And then it said in 2023, can't afford the eggs, not allowed to use the stove, and drugs are readily available. Just get sign me up for 2023. <laughs> I'll take me some drugs. Yeah. So. <laughs> I also seen somebody else say that for uh, Easter, or I mean, um. Uh, yeah, for Easter, we're gonna have to paint potatoes instead of Christmas, instead of eggs this year. You know what? Uh, do it, do it, I, I do it because like Easter eggs, you think about it like how many eggs are wasted at Easter time because how many people are gonna eat That's those? What I'm saying. Eggs? We waste so many eggs, you yeah. Know, so, time, yeah. then you know, the kids that take them and throw them, I don't know if kids do that anymore, but we we certainly threw them. Oh, our, yeah, we buy a whole by like eight dozen of eggs. Like, oh no, we're just cooking a big breakfast, yeah, <laughs> we're not doing anything. Immortal. What did our parents do when we stole all the eggs to go throw them? I mean, I'm That's sure they right. weren't in a panic like this. No, let's go buy some more eggs. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, if, you, if you're if you really that hard up on eggs, buy some chicken, start raising them, and eat your own That's eggs. the thing. If it, yeah, if it's that much of a problem to you, you know what I mean? Is it that much? Yeah. I, I think, like I said, I think people just like to bitch, and they like to hear themselves bitch, and, you know, mm -hmm. it's just the thing that we're bitching about today. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's what it is, Mike. I The, the, the eggs, come on. The, who would have thought? Here we are, 2023. And this is what we're we're bitching about to start the year out is the eggs. Yeah, of course. And that, now, always... like the like the increase on it though for like the shortage that, that is a bit high. They they like these companies. You probably like every other food source and every other commodity. It's probably all owned by like three companies, three conglomerates own all the egg farms in America. So they just jack the prices up because they don't care. Go to McDonald's. You can get two Big Macs for six bucks right now. You know what? I did that yesterday, and I was totally happy. I didn't think about eggs one bit. <laughs> totally happy as you're clutching your chest. Yes, yes. It all kills us. Everything kills us. You, you know, know what? what? I mean? You you know what? Like, 
just pick your poison. Like H2O, it has the highest. Every human that has consumed H2O has died. Do you mean water? H2O, dihydrogen Why? monoxide is Stop the world's largest water. killer. Stop saying that. Why do you keep Di- saying H2O? Dihydrogen monoxide. I love like when people like everyone, said everybody like, that ever drank water died. Yeah, everyone who's everybody that water. ever breathed air died also. Exactly. Oxygen's the biggest killer of humans. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our science TED talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike, a couple oh geez. You wanna okay, we're gonna talk sports. I forget all about sports. Um couple big games last night of course you have the nfl playoff game the last playoff game of the week also you had the penguins back in action last night hosting the anaheim ducks um let me start the penguins Penguins did they faced the ducks that are 12 26 and 5 going into last night's game the game comes down to um overtime yeah right up right before the uh for regulation penguins take it to overtime tied at three mm-hmm. and the penguins walk away mike with a four to three lead malkin drains the big one uh mike uh russ gensel and zucker all had goals besides for malkin last night yes this overtime win to anaheim is that is that any indication to you is it any indication that we're playing better or is it just you know this bad team that's now 12 <laughs> and five came to town and we squeaked one out against them uh we squeaked one out against them we we you know we, we had to tie it up with like what 25 seconds left yeah like you know we needed rusty to score that that goal and that, that, that's this is bad this is a bad performance yeah they won that's good it shows you know they you know they're not going to stop fighting but it's just kind of like the, you know we're this is like like the Steelers second half of the season. How like are we just playing this the level of competition we are now? Like we we compete now with Anaheim, you know. Like when the Steelers were like, hey, we're we're winning these games, but you look at everyone else's schedule and their rank, you know, their win loss record is just about the same. So it's like, are the Penguins, you know, hey, they won this game. I think it's just like this is who they are right now. They have to find a way out of it. They they should have dominated this game from puck drop the final whistle they, they they should have dominated and they did not and for me that, that's a big sign that's of what's wrong with this team they they should have won they should have came out of here and dominated dominated why isn't the you know if this was the Steelers like why isn't why why isn't the coaching staff getting these guys ready to play you know same thing like why why aren't these guys ready to play ready to dominate this team what is wrong with the players what's wrong with the coaching there's a lot wrong with the penguins right now yeah, we won the game. That's awesome. I'm happy, but things still weren't looking good over there. Penguins are sitting at 22, 15, and 6. They um they head to Ottawa, back to Canada tomorrow, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock to play the Senators. Um, So, I mean, let's see if they could start stringing a couple together, Mike, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, finally trying to get back on a, on, a, on a right path. Not even a great path, just a good enough path so we can, yeah. you know, qualify for the playoffs, which takes right, me to my... I think we're, if I'm looking at reading the standings right, we are just we're the last team in the playoffs right now um with that being said <laughs> you know we're just that that far away we do have a four point or no we we're, we're tied with the islanders we have the same points but that's tenuous with that being said michael we should be glad that we're not in the other division where the first place team the bruins what the hell is going on with them? 34, <laughs> 5, and 4. Right? I didn't I, realize I just... this was going on. I'm, I'm writing notes for the show this morning. I come up, I'm like, that can't be right. So I go to a different standings board. The Boston Bruins are 34, 5, and 4. That is insane. They are by far the best team in hockey. I, I didn't realize this. Because we knew, we, we've been talking about the Hurricanes all year. Like how well they've just been chugging 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 along here come the boston bruins i i didn't even realize it i mean does anybody ever do that that's like such a ridiculous number 34 I, five and four i have a goal differential plus 72 jeez oh man yeah this is like i this is how far excuse me like how you know how out of the hockey season we are because you know we've been following the penguin or the penguins the steelers for so long it's like I forgot to look at, like you said, man, the other divisions. We've been hanging out, like just looking at the Metro, see how we can get up in the standings there. But the Bruins, man, whoo. Like, I know we, we've, Penguins, I think, lost to them twice this year, but both games were tight games. 
That's an unbelievable so, number, man. Yeah, it is just wild. Um, I, I, it sucks too because I'm not a real big, I'm not a big Boston Bruins fan. I hate Tard Marchand. He is a dirty, dirty rat of a player. I hate him. Yeah, I just don't like the Bruins. So this kind of sucks because normally when we have that dominant team, you kind of want to watch them, see how good they are. I I, I, just, I can't watch Brad Marchand. I can't. I, I, can't, I can't watch he's, that he's midget. A dirty I just, rat. Yeah, he's a. Uh, like, I, where's Olaf Samuelson when you need him to bust out his knee like they did Cam Neely? Yeah. I, so it, it's just a whiny. They're they're a whiny team. They're a whiny franchise. They're a whiny fan base. I just can't stand them. And they have the ugly uniforms. Uh, Mike, I, I do just, want. I just, I, it's crazy. I, I, you know, I just don't like them. I don't like them. There's players on there that I want to like, but I can't because Todd Marchant's on that team. Yeah. Not a big fan. Never a fan. He's a midget. What is this guy? I and mean, he, you know, bites people, spits on people, and yeah. like the league just laughs. Goes ha ha ha. It's so funny. Like no, dude. <laughs> you know what he reminds me of? You ever see those those child actors? And then they turn off to be like turn out when they turn into adults. They're like really weird looking. Yeah, and strange. That's, that's what he looks like. He he looks like that weird strange after. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I know what you mean. You know, yeah. like I do. Before I move forward, I, I I don't know if you noticed. I got my light back. I, I, I noticed. I noticed you're not sitting in the dark. The, the thing that gets me, Mike, absolutely nothing was done to make it turn off. I went over after the show yesterday, and I figured, let me test uh-huh. and see what happened. I'll click it on, click it off, see if any plugs, any wires, anything came undone. Mike, I just turned it on, and it turned on. It literally turned off by itself yesterday. I, I, there, there's zero explanation for that. There's a ghost in the studio. I'm not even in a position to be able to touch the button from where I'm sitting. There's literally no 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 reasonable possibility or, I, you know, explanation for why yeah. that happened. And there's a ghost at the studio. That's the only thing I can think of. Like the other game last night that I was talking about, of course, was the NFL game between yes. the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. <laughs> the Cowboys and Buccaneers game, Mike, had a, a lot of um interesting things that happened. Ooh, First thing I yeah. want to talk about is the field goal kicker for the Cowboys. Yes. <laughs> Has this ever happened in the history of ever where the guy misses the extra point for the first four touch? It was 24 to nothing. It should have been 28 to nothing. I I, I can't even imagine. What, what the hell is that? These are the only ones he missed all year, I believe. Yeah, I think they said he missed like three all year and he missed four last night or something like that. It was, it yeah, was insane. This was, this was wild. I, I've never seen anything like it. I haven't I've been scrolling through Twitter. Know what people are going like asking like what you asked. Has this happened before? And no one can find an answer. I think this this has to be a first. Yeah. But my God, when he finally made one, and everyone was like, <laughs> you couldn't help but cheer for him. I don't yeah. care who you are. You. It's wild that you it's your thirty first point that you finally kick a, a, yeah, an extra point you, through. You watch this guy get the yips out of nowhere. Yeah. It, it, it was like Rick Rick and Keel and Steve Blass, man, and Chuck Knobloch. Just hat you just. You just can't kick it. They couldn't throw. My man couldn't kick. I, I felt bad for him. Like and then Dak on the on the sidelines throwing his helmet. You know, saying, yeah. you know, just go for two." Like, dude, was this dude throwing his helmet when you were throwing picks all year? <laughs> right. It is settled down, bro. Yeah. Settle down. Talk to your teammate. Let them know. Hey, we got your back. Come on, Dak. You're better than that. Come on. The Cowboys. I understand where you're coming from, but come on. Cowboys win the football game 31 to 14 over the Buccaneers. That sends the Cowboys to the next round in a matchup against the San Francisco 49ers at San Francisco next Sunday evening. Um, Mike, my picks, this would have been, I think, the only game that I won this week. I think. I don't know. I know that I wasn't in a position yeah. to win, but I did. I, I took this one. I took this one with me. So, there so long, go. Brady. Midget. I, like my, Brady did not, did not. Did not really look that good. Sixty-six passes. But look, I, I, yeah, this like, was. The, I, I mean, it was the same Brady we, I've seen all year. The guy mm-hmm. has been consistent. I'll give him that. Yeah, you you run the ball twelve times, twelve yeah. freaking times. I I don't get. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like what they were trying to do. This is, and I don't know where Brady goes from this. You know, like all before this game, like all oh, after the season's over, look for Brady to go. To the Raiders, to the Dolphins, and they because they might not pick up to a like all these places where Brady's going to go. But after tonight's game, who's going to want him? Who's going to want Tom Brady? Because yeah. I don't. I want the Tom Brady from what two years ago when they won the Super Bowl. I want that Tom Brady when everyone thought he was done and he had that incredible second half of the season in that playoff run. 
Like, that, that, should have been, that should have been his swan song right there of like, I'm done. Bring Gronk in, give him one more chance, bring Gronk in and see if he could do it. There's just something about that I don't Gronk. Think, I don't think Gronk's body can hold up anymore. That's why he waited till half the year to come back body. and play that time. But like, I don't give a shit about right. Gronk's body. I, uh, yeah, neither do I. Yeah. I don't care about any of their bodies. But yeah, like, this, this, this Dallas team, man, they, I tell you what, though, they, I, I didn't, I, I thought they were going to come in flat the way they were playing. And Dak throws for what, four touchdowns? Yeah. 25 of 33. This is the best Dak has played like I've, I've never seen Dak play this well I figured the Cowboys to win but here's the big one like even bigger even more important mm-hmm. coming into fruition with these four games next week the cheat the Jaguars at the Chiefs mm-hmm. early Saturday the Giants at the Eagles Bengals at the Bills on Sunday and also the Cowboys at the 49ers now all depending on how next week goes I did I did make a prediction early in the season where I did say it will be Kansas City versus Buffalo, mm-hmm. Philadelphia versus the 49ers. Well documented, mm-hmm. we could always go back and pull oh, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it's believe that my, at this point, <laughs> um, you know, early enough in the season, I made that prediction. And at this point, just according to how these four games go, I do believe that my my four teams will be the four teams remaining. I think the Chiefs will beat the Jaguars yes. at home. I think the Eagles will beat the Giants at home. I think the mm-hmm. Bills will beat the Bengals at home. And I also believe the 49ers will beat the Cowboys at home. I think it's going to be a pretty generic week. I do believe that the home dogs are going to win every game. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But you know what? I, at this point, I'm looking at these four games. And I, you know what? It's it's looking like them four teams. Like, yeah, I, I mean, what, what's the upset? Who's the upset this week that you would take if you had to pick an upset? I'm taking I'm taking the Bengals over the Bills. Well, I mean, yeah, that's not. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's an upset right <laughs> i i guess i mean it's the best game out of all of them but is it isn't that didn't you say the bills were, were gonna win i did yeah so i i i believe like the i yeah I'm, i was hoping you take the giants or something like that or the jaguars i mean that's an upset right there that's an upset right there but, but no I, yeah you're you're good sorry um, i was typing something in i was trying to think at the same time and i can't do no you're good once here but, um See, I, I could see I could see the Giants beating the Eagles. Because here's the thing. Out of these four games, I could see the Bengals winning. That would be the one that I would say is the best probability yeah. because they're, they're you know they're almost just as good as Buffalo. I mean, they may be yeah. just as good. Um, and, and their record against the Kansas City Chiefs is phenomenal. So, you know, out of those four games, I, I do believe that the Bengals would definitely be the yeah. um front runner in in upsetting the home team this weekend yeah because they, they can score with buffalo uh you know burrow joe burrows is not you know skyla thompson out there yeah if buffalo plays the way they did against um miami it's against the Bengals the way they did against miami it's gonna be a totally different outcome absolutely like, it, that bill's defense you know they, they have injuries all over the place you take vaughn miller away out of F that team that you, you've lost a key pass rusher you know their secondary is banged up beat up i i i see i see the Bengals winning that game that's really not a huge upset but that that's you know they're the away team i i i can see the Bengals going all the way this year i hope that that doesn't happen and here's the thing mike i do see i i think that that could be the possibility as well i think the Bengals beating the bills could, yeah. could easily easily be that game and here's why because when it comes to as you mentioned playoffs and you're playing teams in your division you know mm-hmm. them very well so now you play a game against the team Miami that you know very well. You, you squeaked out a win for the third time this season against them. Now you're going against a team that you don't know as well. Yeah. And this team is a lot better than Miami. I, I think that this could easily be the game that is won by the away team. But I'm going to stick with my guns, Mike, because I've stuck with them for the last 13 weeks. Chiefs, Eagles, or I'm sorry. What did I pick? Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to stick with that. And it, and it's kind of weird because you wouldn't expect all four home teams to win. But you know what? Sometimes when you get to this point in the season, that's, it is what it is because these teams are so good. Yeah. You have teams that's been sitting on the sidelines watching every single thing the teams that they may be playing or doing. Um, I'm sticking all four home teams this week. That's my picks. When we get to that point of the week, that's what I'm going to do. Um, what about you, Mike? Those four games, who are your who are who are your four picks? Who will be in the in the championship like, games next weekend? Right now, right now, just looking at it, really not giving any thought to it. I'm gonna go to Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, 
Niners. Okay. As of right now, um, a couple of them might might change. Definitely that 49ers Cowboys game. I could see an update or an upset, an upset coming from the Cowboys. I I kind of want to say a Giants might be an upset special. You know, they that last game of the year that you know it was a close David, loss. Daniel they, they Jones lost. has enough in them. He, I don't know, man. They, they might, man. That, that might pull up there. They've already played each other twice this year. Pull yeah, up that's what you, I was looking up. Um, if you will, the the will. first game of the year, first game they played each other. I, I, I know they lost, but they lost 48 22 in the first game, but then that the Giants second, did, uh, yeah. Then okay. the second matchup, it was 22 16, and that, you know, the Jets had like Davis Webb starting, Davis Webb. You know, Gary Brightwell was running the ball. It's like they didn't play anyone. They, they, Daniel Jones didn't play. Saquon Barkley didn't play. It was a close game. It was a close game. You know, Jalen Hurts played the whole game. Uh, you know, their Eagles had the full complement of their running backs, their wide receivers, and it was a close game. So this, this, you know, you get Daniel Jones playing, you get Saquon Barkley playing. The way they're playing now, the way this defense is playing now, I, it wouldn't. I could see an upset. I don't know if I can talk myself into it just yet. I have to wait to see how the week goes, injury reports, and all that fun stuff. But that might be my upset special of the week. I, I um, called it last week, man. I called the Giants over the Vikings, but this one right here, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't see yeah. any. I don't see any other major upsets. So, you know, like the Bengals over the Bills, Niners over. What if, those, what if those Jaguars, Mike, would beat the Chiefs this week? Wouldn't you just shit? That would, that, just... Throw, that would throw the entire playoffs out of whack. And you know what? I would dig it. And you know what? It would probably mean the Jaguars would go the following week and lose to either the they, Bills they or the Bengals and, Bengals and let Bills, one of those yeah. teams walk into the Super Bowl. So I don't want that to happen. I do want the Chiefs to get in there ultimately because I that's the team that I hate least at this moment. Yeah. I, I, I don't see that happening, though. Like, going in further down the line, like, the Chiefs' defense, like, I'm – like it scares me. Not I was like, oh my god, I'm scared of that defense. Like I'm scared that defense isn't going to be able to stop anyone of these mm. higher powered offenses. Okay. Hey, Mike, I was thinking last night about this game too. We were talking a little bit yesterday, and and how the Buccaneers were, you know, eight and nine, mm-hmm. and um, you know, they were being the home team, and they had the higher seed. You got to think of it like this too. You know, look at the teams that they played this year. The Buccaneers played that division. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys played that division. Three of these teams in the yeah. in the Cowboys in the NFC East yeah. is still in the playoffs as we speak. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I, I that's that was kind of the logic that I went off of. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know, the Buccaneers really didn't play anybody. I mean, they no, played the uh-uh. Browns, they played um, us, they played the, the, you know what I mean? In all seriousness, and then they played that that division that was very weak that we swept. I mean, if we swept them, yeah. You know, and, and look what happened when we played the NFC East team. We got we got swamped. So. You know, I, I that was kind of the logic, I guess, without thinking that way. Because when I was sitting there watching the game for a little while, I thought, "Wow, the Buccaneers! I mean, they, they stunk. They stunk this year. This was a bad yeah. team. They, they stunk." But yeah, I was. I don't know. Maybe I put too much thought in it as well because I was gonna, you know, the way the Cowboys were playing down the stretch, they were playing. They weren't playing the best football, right? And, you know, like, and the Bucks were showing a little signs of life. Brady was showing signs of his former self. I'm thinking, okay, it's playoffs. He's gonna. He has one. He has one in him. At least one game, not a playoff run. I'm not big on little, Dak. Little, little, I never have been. Me either. And I never will be. However, I I thought maybe, maybe that might be mm-hmm. that might be the one the X factor because Tom Brady is the the, yeah. the goat, and maybe because Dak is in there, maybe 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 uh, Tampa Bay could win this game. However, um, that it wasn't. Uh, you know, yeah. fortunately for unfortunately for Tom Brady, and you like you said, who knows what he's going to do next? But he could, uh, you know. You could jump in a lake for all I give a shit. Mike, we were talking a little bit about uh, the Dolphins. I think you mentioned them briefly earlier uh, for just a moment. The Dolphins now haven't won a playoff game in 22 years, which is only second to the Detroit Lions in the amount of time that a team has went without winning a playoff game. That's a long time. You know what? That's the Miami Dolphins. And I remember working with a guy back in 04, and we were having this conversation and he says the Dolphins, whatever it was, six, eight, how many ever years it was. And he was this Dolphins fan, and uh, he kept going on and on. We can't win playoff games. We can't win playoff games. And I was like, hey, yeah, you'll be all right. It's, you know, yeah. it's the Dolphins, they won the Super Bowl before. 
you know, the whole shit, the whole spiel. And here we are, 22 years later, like that team has not won a playoff game. And you're talking about maybe not signing Tua, and I, I... yeah, like that, like that's like the talk, man. It's like, are they going to pick up his fifth year option or not? Are they, are they going to go after Tom Brady and all this? Like, I don't know, man. Like you, you saw how this team played with Tua, then you saw how they played without him. And I understand, like you know, the injury concerns with Tua, like the concussions and all that. But do you really you you thought you got the guy? Now do you want to start all over? Yeah. Unless you're going to replace the kind of uh, things that those bad unless teams unless do. you're going to replace him with uh, Lamar, and even then, like, because you know he's technically not, he won't be a, a full free agent. You know, the he can still be tagged by Baltimore. They can put a franchise tag on him. They can put like the non-franchise. They can do all these types of tenders on him where you have to give up first round, multiple first round picks to get him. So it's going to be interesting. Or do you want to, you know, go that route? Let Tua go. Try and get Lamar. Try and get Tom Brady. See what happens in San Francisco. Get one of their quarterbacks. It's, I don't know. You you saw how well this guy plays in that offense. Bring him back for one more year. Try and keep him healthy. Keep him upright. And then see what happens. Then after that, make your decision. I, I would ride with Tua for one more year. Pick up that 50-year option. See if he can get you a playoff one. Then if he gets you a playoff one, sign him long-term. See, fuck the 49ers because they're over there. They're holding a full handful of quarterbacks. You have the rest of us out here, the rest of 31 other teams <laughs> scratching and clawing to get a quarterback situation in, in place. And they're out there with, they're, they're juggling their quarterbacks. They're, I mean, all these guys <laughs> they, are they, they find some guy in the seventh round. Yeah. You know? pick, take a pick, you know, like the yeah. card, you know, pick a card, mm-hmm. any card. And yeah. that's, you know, so fuck them. Fuck this, <laughs> it'll eventually come Whoa. back and get them. Whoa. Yeah. Easy tiger. It, it'll just... eventually. Go ahead. <laughs> I just saw this on Twitter. It was like last night. I don't know if you caught this. Peyton Manning. He was like, I don't know if I ever made a halftime adjustment in my 18-year career. I think it's the biggest myth in football, the halftime adjustments. You go in, use the restroom, eat a couple oranges, and the head coach says, all right, let's go. Now, there ain't much you're going to do to change Peyton Manning's game. The guy pretty much ran the game. He could have been the head coach, the coach, the uh, the quarterback, and the GM. Yeah, like for other quarterbacks, you know, Peyton, that aren't your level. Yeah, <laughs> there might People have to be tweaks in there, but you never know. I, I that would be <laughs> with that forehead. I, I would argue that yeah. he's not human, but um, yeah, for, for the other human quarterbacks, <laughs> yeah, they for, have to make yeah. adjustments for the all you know, outside of you and Brady. Uh, yeah, I think most quarterbacks, you know, Mike, let me ask you this without <laughs> do me a favor with without looking too far into it, without putting into consideration what's already okay. out there, would we as Steeler fans be concerned? If Lamar Jackson landed in New England, again, we, we know what they have. They the quarterback. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Let's just say that happened. Let's say that came into reality and New England Patriots played as uh, have Lamar Jackson as their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Is, is that a threat? Is he at the point in his career where we might be able to just be like, oh, you know what? We'll be fine. The AFC will be right. fine. Or do you think that, um, you know, a healthy Lamar Jackson in New England could be, could be big trouble for the I, AFC? I, uh, I don't think so. That, that team isn't what it was under Brady, and he's a completely different quarterback, so they'd have to devise a whole new system around him. That Tom Brady system was built perfectly for him. You know, those... Let me ask, well, let me say this. Let's say Belichick puts together a, a system overnight, and it's 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 developed to cater to Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm still saying no, because I, I, I just don't see it with new – excuse me, with the – with new england yeah uh, like i i like their running back i like stevens their their receiving core i'm not a big fan of hey I, I i think he'd have the same problem who's he really gonna throw to yeah no, i i sure. just don't i don't see it Devonte parker really hasn't to me hasn't lived up to his expectations in his career he had like one one good year as i'm looking at stats now in 2019 1200 yards nine touchdowns i just don't I don't see it. Aguilar's been a bust throughout his career. I, they just don't. Eh, they do nothing for me. So I, I don't think he would be 
it wouldn't it wouldn't help new England. No, it wouldn't help. Situation. He'd be going for like the same situation. Like who's who's he gonna throw to? We're we're sitting here that week eighteen, they needed to lose to help us mm. get in. You don't think that new you know, you'll think that you know, New England will pretty much sizzle out. That wouldn't affect them and we wouldn't be in that position. I, I, I think he he'd win them some more games, but I don't think they would not be the juggernaut that they were under Brady. Yeah. Like he he needs weapons around him. Like I, I don't I know Baltimore, you know, they're kind of like the Steelers. We're gonna go back to what we know. We're gonna go back to get we're gonna get build our build our defense, then sprinkle whatever we can around that. Absolutely. Whereas, like, if you have Lamar Jackson, no, you you build around him, and then, okay, what do we need to get a good enough defense, a defense that can play against the pass and occasionally stop the run? We like, are, we you, are, Mike. At the halfway point, I do want to uh, disrupt our conversation. No, no, for, no, 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 no. For no, this public good. announcement today, Mike is. Madam, I request that you immediately send me pictures detailing your beautiful bosom in support of the national holiday known as Titty Tuesday. Very important words. Very, very important. important words, Mike. And also, I, I have my throat punch. There's throat punched Tuesday pen today. Yes. Throat punch Tuesday. Titty Tuesday. Tuesdays aren't what they used to be. Believe me. Well, Tuesdays things are have, getting. Have, Things really are getting good, man. Things are getting better. Uh, Mike, <laughs> uh, free agency. Mike, uh, just a speculation. Somebody wrote on a, on a um, on Twitter. I saw. Would you be cons- Would you be interested? And I know what you're going to say. I already know the answer. But let no. me ask it just for the sake of the show. Would you be interested in trading your first, second round pick for Jalen Ramsey straight out? Jalen Ramsey. No. Top to, uh, corner in the, in the league, you wouldn't give him. You wouldn't give up your thirty-second pick for him. Uh, for Jalen Ramsey, no. Okay. God, is no. there anybody? Is there any? Is there any cornerbacks? Corner. I'm sorry, cornerbacks in this league, Mike, that you would give up your a number one second round pick for? Um, uh, yeah, ones that you really couldn't get, like Sauce Gardner. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the kid out, uh, like Patrick Sertain Jr. Yeah, like there's. No, there's no good corners that you're going to be able to get for that number two for that for that second round pick. You're going yeah. to have to trade massive capital. But Jalen Ramsey, he's on the downside of his career. No, Mm-mm. no, tough, that man. second round pick. I want my first, my two seconds and third round picks to be young guys, preferably 21, 22 years old that are going to have gonna be here long careers ahead of them. I don't want someone who's 29, career. 30, 31. No, I want young talent that's going to be able to plug in play. How old is Jalen Ramsey, Mike? Um, that's what I'm going to look up. He's on what the Rams right now. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, hold on. Oh my God. If my mouse would like hover where I want it to be. Jalen Ramsey. He's 28 years old. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, no, I don't want a 28 year old corner. You know, no, if he was a, if he gets cut and he's a free agent, we can get him at a decent price. Yeah. Get like a Joe Hayden type situation. Yeah. But I'm not trading a second round pick for 28 year old corner who has injury concerns nope all right like mike said we are look coming i mean we're getting we gotta stop looking at name no names you have to look at people who act who can steal our fans let's get get out of that like who's a name figure out who's can be in there there's other middle linebackers out there Steeler fans you do what you want to (laughs) do i'm just trying to help raise the discourse the also the we talk a lot about the free agency mike that begins march 15th march 15th at 4 p.m eastern standard time it is right around the corner we're gonna knock out the playoffs this month before you know it'll be the super bowl it'll be february and then uh you know it'll be uh spring trading in bradenton i'm just teasing well it will be that is beside the point we do got free agency coming it's very exciting then we have the draft and then we oh man so much fun so much exciting things coming up and especially for us because we're not in it we're chomping at the bit to get back in this thing yes. and, you know a lot of Steelers a lot of fans um also Mike Calvin Austin the third he's chomping at the bit he's uh reports say that he's going to remain in Pittsburgh for another month to work on uh, with the training staff and then once done he plans to meet up with Kenny Pickett Deontay Johnson and George Pickens to get up to speed on some things and hopefully kind of get in the flow Mike I sure hope that this Calvin Johnson the third thing works out man I, I I'm, I'm banking on it you know what I mean yeah I hope he works out too he you know he has like the right mindset of all right, let's do the you know, like he sounds like he's kept himself engaged while on injured reserve, which which probably has to be one of the hardest, hardest things to do in, in, in the NFL is as you're out because you really can't practice with the team. You can't do anything. Yeah. So 
you know, tried to stay engaged. Uh, you know, I, I like, I like the energy. I like the enthusiasm. So that's always a good sign. Yeah. This is like someone who enjoys football, not someone who's good at football. So this is my job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um, I might go ahead and put P1 up real quick. Let's see if we can fit that on. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. see, I'm late, but Tom is going to retire at his age. He's going to do it as long as he can because there's no going back. He's doing supermodels every year. Like my, my man threw away his marriage to go eight and nine and lose like, the playoffs to like, Dak Prescott. I mean, the thing is, the guy's almost fifty, isn't he? That Tom Brady, uh, he's he, like forty. He, he's mid to late forties. He's I older than Ben's us, my I, yeah. Ben's my age, and then I think Tom Brady's like a year or two years older than than Ben and I. Oh man, you guys are old. Um, Michael. Yes. Tom Brady's 45 years old. 45. Yeah, that's older to me. That's I think yeah, Ben like, is 44 and Brady's 45. Yeah. Like like Brady Tom Brady should go on that Leonardo DiCaprio dating plan. Get a hot supermodel, wait till she turns 24, 24, 26, and break up with her and get a new model every year. I like I like the famous people to do that. And me too. It's just so funny. Because you know yeah, it's just all oh, they're just going for looks. They're not going for right for personalities they're not going for money like, who cares who they're cares? not going for like oh how's this going to set me up in the future am i going to have to worry about now? any of that stuff when you're <laughs> right? like, they, like they just haven't grown up yeah which probably would be me if i had the money a couple cornerback notes i have mike we talked about jalen ramsey a little bit uh pro football network believes that jpz jr will land in pittsburgh at the 17th pick mm -hmm. i know we talked about that a little bit and also mike the steelers met with cornerback justin ford from montana yesterday at the hulu the hulu bowl, the hulu the hulu bowl. bowl. um uh, justin ford I, i've never heard anything you know anything about mr ford out of montana not a whole lot. Um, I'm actually looking them up now. Um, let's see. Going to the draft Bible. Ooh, we're in a four or five forty in college. I don't like that. You figure Montana. that's about all I got on him on the guys. So I mean, this is the first guy they talked to. You figure Montana. Yeah, yeah he's a kind of, at, at that point. You know, he's probably, Montana. Yeah, he's a he's a senior. He has to be a senior at that point. Um, I don't imagine how many people that's uh, the highest level players yeah he, he's position rank 122 so you're just taking it you're talking to this he's 122nd ranked defensive back in the draft right now Ooh. on some of these places so you're just getting an idea on this guy okay where's he, how good is he what does he have is there something there but you know yeah they gotta talk you, to all these guys you, yeah you have you have to do your due diligence because yeah. you know look brock purdy fell through the cracks there's play, right. you know jalen warren fell through the cracks you have to find you know the guys. funny thing about brock purdy i mean if you put him in a different position i mean he had he had a pretty much handed to him on a gold platter you got to admit and if you're a decent enough quarterback you can make that work can you imagine if somebody like purdy would have landed in, in in the jets or something like that so i'm glad things played out for him the way that it did it's uh -huh. unfortunate like i said that san francisco is holding all these quarterbacks like you know yeah uh, but um but, but you're right you know these guys slipped through this Justin Ford, I've literally heard about him for the first time uh, last yeah. night when I was going through some things. The JPZ Jr., Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. Mike, what do you think about uh, Pro Football Network's prediction on the Steelers landing him at 17? I, I wouldn't mind it. I know there's a lot of people in Pittsburgh that don't are like, oh, you, you, people just want to draft him because he's he, his dad played here and blah, blah, blah. Like, But no one's given an actual football reason as to why yes, they shouldn't correct. draft him. That's it's all because, I'm... oh, it's the buddy system. It's the family system. Oh, it's favoritism. It's nepotism. Oh, you just want him because his dad played here. How about like, like people barely completed passes against him this year? This kid wanna... is one. He's consistently ranked in the top three corners backs and we year. need one of the top three cornerbacks on our team because we stink there. We stunk yeah, every year. Like, we need a guy back yeah. here. Yeah, the, the top three positions on every NFL team are quarterback, left tackle, and cornerback. Now, you have a chance to get a shutdown corner in the first round. Now, I understand the Steelers haven't developed a cornerback since Rod fucking Woodson. Well, with the exception one. of Ike Taylor thrown in there, too, we really haven't developed quarterbacks. So, cornerbacks, so you have to hope whoever you get can is like sauce Gardner. plug them in and play. That's what we need. That's yeah, so what we need. I, like any of these cornerbacks, Joey Porter, Jr. Keely Ringo, uh, possibly like Cam Smith and Devon Weatherspoon. To me, those are like what I have seen. They're like the top four corners all could be in the first round. 
I wouldn't be bothered if you take any of them. Yeah. Take who you think best. Thing, at 17, we'd probably be able to at least get one of them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and I have no, like, if Joey Porter Jr. was, I don't know, Joey Smith, whose dad never played in the NFL, people who say don't draft Joey Porter Jr. would be like, draft this kid. Draft this kid. He played, he played yeah. at a big conference, held his own against some of the best receivers at Ohio State. Draft this kid. Um, pull up P1. It's because we're old, P. Everything P, hurts on a Tuesday because we're old. I'm going to fix everything for you, P. You come, I, I'm, I'm like the genie. You come here and I, I, and I help you. I'll fix you. I'll, I'll fix your I'll life. Fix me too while, you're, while we're no, at it. No. So before I, before I read P's next um, message, I'm going to help P. I'm, I'm gonna help <laughs> I want to give the truth, man. Okay. So Mike's going to throw it up anyway. But, I'm going to uh, throw it up do. anyway because I got excited. Okay, so hold on. Let me. I'm. I'm trying to fix P. Would you shut the fuck up? For a we, okay. Well, we hold it. We'll hold this off for the for the Spotify listeners then. Okay. So YouTube here we go. Are seeing it right now? It's a little sneak peek. Here we go, P. I'm gonna do something for you. You missed it earlier. I have something a little special I like to do here every Tuesday. And if this doesn't help you, then I don't know what to do. <laughs> Madam, I request that you immediately send me pictures detailing your beautiful bosom in support of the national holiday known as Titty Tuesday. There you go, P. You're welcome, my friend. You're welcome. That always makes me feel good on Tuesday mornings, knowing that it's Titty Tuesday. And Mike is um, going to be sending me pictures of his titties over after the show. Yeah, baby. Um, just teasing, of course. I wouldn't want to see that. But uh, there you go, P. That's all I could do. That is all I could do, my friend. From, from here to Japan, if I could do more for you, sir, I would. <laughs> Unfortunately, I cannot. Uh, Tom's like, staying in there because once he le- once he leaves, it's over. Chicks be throwing out. Absolutely, he, absolutely. Now he's now it's gonna be like the good looking old chicks that are gonna be digging him. You know, it's not the hot. Yeah, young, yeah, yeah. You but the, the good looking old chicks, you know what they're doing. Yeah, but anyway, I, I take back, either set. Yeah, back to the corners real quick. There's like porn hub backs does help. Okay, continue. <laughs> there's like 10 cornerbacks right now that could be taken within the first round that are going to a couple of them are going to slip into that top part of the second round so we really don't have to get porter at number one there's people down here like jalen jones christian gonzalez eli ricks that have been playing well all year that they're going to slip down they're going to keep slipping down so maybe get a left tackle at 17 yeah um you know we got the thing is we got to get all those positions we got to get the left tackle we got to get the corner we got to you know so we're going to look we're going to look at what's available at 17 i think we're going to get the best possible player at either of yeah. those positions or you know whatever positions we are looking for at that point um you know i i, I would like mike I, I would like to get joey porter jr and you know what it, maybe it is maybe it is part of the fun maybe it is part of the name maybe yeah. it's part of the you know what, I, what who gives a shit if the guy's good he could come here and play football yeah, and, that's and what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't and yeah. shut down some of the number ones you know what that's what it matters to me and it's, you know what okay it's cool joey joey porter's son the last time that we won the first super bowl after 25 years or 30 years yeah. whatever jp's yeah dad was like, it's not like it's not like uh, porter was a bum here he played at a high level his entire career in pittsburgh absolutely and you know what was funny about him when he went to miami <laughs> at the end of his career mike he was not that guy anymore <laughs> And that happens a lot of times with with the linebackers that that do play well here. Lawrence Timmons also went to Miami and he kind of you know uh, sizzled out. But a lot of times these linebackers that that we that develop in Pittsburgh, which most of them do, they go elsewhere and they shit out. You know? PC had that he had that one really good year, like that first year after we let him go. He had like what seventeen sacks that year down in Miami. Oh, did he? I don't know. Yeah, and then and then boom, it was a drop off. You know, we we knew when to get rid of him. It's like that year, like when we got rid of Levon Kirkland, he was playing. Oh, why'd you get rid of Kirkland? He had a really good year, then went down. So it's at that point we knew when and to get rid of players. So, but yeah, yeah, Porter was he was productive his entire year in Pittsburgh. His kid was a productive every year at Penn State. He was he's been well regarded. He wasn't a one year wonder. People have been talking about this kid for a while now. So he's showing what he has. And if he tests well and does well and all all this, you know, all the offseason scouting combine and pro days, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad taking him at 17. I'd rather see if we can get one of the three one of the top tackles in the draft, then get one of the other corners at two. But I wouldn't be mad either way because we need cornerbacks, you know, yeah. quarterback, cornerback, left tackle, three most important positions on your team. Why not get the best one available? Now, 
we're talking about important. I think important would fall under the category for the Pittsburgh Steelers as what we're going to do with our offensive coordinator position, Mike. Yes. Um, okay, so we have an issue. They can't seem to get Matt Canada the fuck out of town. Whether they're trying, whether they're not, I couldn't get, I couldn't, you would have to remove my foot from his back because I would be pushing his ass right out the door. <laughs> but there's some old, there's, there's some new, um, as of this morning, there, there's a little bit of new buzz going on yes. around the bird here, Mike. Um, Mr. Byron Leftwich got canned this morning. And there's a lot of talk, a lot of talk. Do you think, Mike, that the, I mean, is this a good idea? I, I, you know, I mean, yes, he was a quarterback. Or yes, he played in the league. Yes, he mm -hmm. knows offense. Yes, he. But does that translate well over? And I, here's the thing: people would love him. We're going to kind of go back to the Joey Porter conversation. People mm -hmm. would love it. We'll take Byron Leftwich back in a heartbeat. Pittsburgh will take him back in a heartbeat. And especially to get this other clown out of here, I, I don't have a problem believing that. You know what? I don't mm -hmm. even have a problem accepting that. But do we think, Mike? Do we think after what we've seen the season that that he just was involved in? And just, you know, like I said, he doesn't really – could this guy be a successful offensive coordinator here in Pittsburgh? I think he I think he could. Um, he won a Super Bowl two years ago as the offensive coordinator on that team. So you can say, oh, it was Brady, it was that, but like all these other coordinators that Brady worked with are still in the league being offensive let, let, coordinators. Byron he's shown – he's, he, you know, he's – it's not like a he's a one-year offensive. Let me catch up for one second. Yeah, you have Brady, who pretty much just knows what he's doing all the time, and then you mm -hmm. have a guy that needs developed. Yeah, like Kenny Pickett. Now answer the question. I would still take. I would take. I would take him over Matt Canada. Uh, absolutely. And because you know he he's my, worked with someone, he's worked it with the best. So now I would take he can, my he can punch Tuesday post the pencil over <laughs> at Canada. Well, I, I now, now he can take because Leftwich can take what he learned from Brady and apply it to Kenny. Be like, look, this is how we did it here. Let's find out what you can do that Tom did that worked for him and what didn't. We can he, look. I I worked with the best. I'm going to teach you what the best taught me, what I learned from him, and go from there. And, you know, Leftwich, he can design a pretty good offense. He he showed that he could. My thing is this. He knows how to play call. I think his offense has ran better. They, his play calling was better. No one had an issue with him until this year when all these injuries started happening at my or at Tampa. So I like know what he's doing. He's he's still hot. He's highly regarded within the league I circles. I wish Byron would come here to be offensive coordinator. Me My too. issue is, Mike, I don't want him to not be successful when everybody hate Byron at the end of the yeah. day. You know what I mean? Because the, 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 the issues are always be bigger than the offensive coordinator, yeah. which we found, you know, some this year and you've seen in the past. So I, I do like Byron. I would love Byron to come back. Um, I, I'd like him. To, I, I just hope that he comes back and is successful. Uh, me too. But if, if he works, he works. If he doesn't, he doesn't. You know, at least you know right. that's showing. A, okay, we're trying. And this, right. it's not just because all oh, he he played here. We want to bring him back. No, this guy went out and showed that he he's an successful coordinator. Mm -hmm. He knows what he's doing. He is. He was slow. He was one of the slowest quarterbacks I've ever seen play in the game. Kind of flat-footed. If you know, if he you was all yeah. roll out he, or squeeze out of the pocket, <laughs> that flat foot always kind of got me. But he cannon for the arm. Cannon yeah. on I love Byron. Yeah, like and that's how Byron was, was when you know he was coming in to back up Ben. You were fine with it. It wasn't yeah. like you felt that big drop mm -hmm. off where you're like, oh shit, we have to start. We have to play Mason Rudolph. You know, with when, when yeah. you obviously want your starter in there. You obviously want your Hall of yeah. Famer in there. No two ways about it. No matter who you are. But at the end of the day, if Ben did have to go out for whatever reason, I was 100% content with Byron Leftwich, and I was 100% confident that he would do well enough yeah. to help us win games. You know what? Most of the time, he did. He did. And, like, people, you know, I know you jokingly said the other day, oh, what about Charlie Batch of offense coordinator? Like, at least Byron Leftwich, you know, he has coaching experience. This guy knows what he's doing. I would love to see him back here. His offenses have shown that they can – Put up points. His play design shows that he can get people open. He's creative. He he knows he knows how Pittsburgh wants to play, so he can hopefully be able to blend those styles of like you know more open offense with a running offense. Blend those styles. I, I think he would be a good fit because Frank Reich is not coming here. I believe he's being interviewed for head coaching jobs, or if he hasn't already accepted one, I can't remember. So everyone, that's the guy everyone wanted to come here is Frank Reich. He's off the board, so get this guy because i one of the rumors is like tomlin was waiting to see what happens 
with Byron Leftwich. Yes, yes. They, apparently, they've been wanting to get rid of Leftwich since like you know midseason, but they couldn't. You know, Mike, it was funny that you mentioned Reich because you know a lot of speculation, a lot of people wanted him, they were interested in him, but you'd have to think that he would be going out looking for head coaching jobs. You know what I mean? He is. But what if he doesn't want that though? Not everyone wants to be the head coach. Not everyone is. You know, but the guy just was the head coach, and he was canned, and he wasn't he just the head. No, he was an offensive coordinator. Todd Bowles okay. is the head coach. Who's the head coach in Indianapolis? Todd Bowles. Oh wow, shows how much I know about them. But <laughs> right, is, you would think the next natural step would be, you know, if you can get it, a, 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 one of the thirty-two NFL head coaching jobs yeah. that are out there, because it's you know, if you're a coach, that's that's the um head yeah, of the but food like chain. Not, not all coaches want to be head coaches. They they know I mean, do we know that he they know where they're head coaches. He like no one's like like been talking about him in circles as being like a head coach just yet. Like more still of the offensive coordinator. Okay. Like he's still. I think he still needs more, t- probably like a few more years of, as the coordinator, mm. and then he'll start being talked as. Yeah. <laughs> he watched too many. He built like a brick shit house. Brian left. I remember watching him at Marshall and like that game where his ankle broke and they had to carry him the sidelines or carry well, him the up. Marshall the guys always turn out to be amazing. I love Marshall. The, the, you know, back when Randy Moss came around and people said, who's this kid out of Marshall? Oh, Marshall he was a beast. You know, and I do remember watching him in college, but you know, these guys you always go back to and you say, I remember watching him at Marshall. They were all amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah him, uh, Pennington, Randy Moss. Pennington, Mo- yes, absolutely, yeah. man. But no, um, I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind him as offensive coordinator. He's one of the few people that I've heard like Yinger say, like, oh, let's get this guy that actually to me makes sense. It makes sense. He has success in the league. He knows what he's doing. I yeah. like Byron. I would like to see Byron, but like I said, I want to, I want to see Byron succeed. I, 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 want, I have a I feeling Byron like, just to come because it's Byron. I don't want Byron to come here. Just, I, I, want I have a feeling whoever's here. offensive coordinator for the next four years is always going to get shit on. Absolutely. They're going to be because the we, like I I uh, we have a like our quarter our quarterback went to Pitt University a lot of homers don't want to people don't want to say it's his fault yeah. so it's going to be blaming someone else whether rightly or wrongly, you know, it's right. it's just the way it's going to be no matter who the coordinator is you're going to get unfairly shit on. Absolutely. Mike, <laughs> real quick, I just want to before I, I slip out of football here, I, I two 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 things I just want to talk about real quick, and mm-hmm. we're going to carry this over till tomorrow because this is a big conversation that not only you and I have been talking about, but things th- that I've been seeing pop up pretty regularly lately, and we talked a bit, little bit about yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so this this fellow, Mike, who was a running back for the Bears um, late last year and then earlier this year, again, he made comments, Mike, that said the nfl is scripted but they make us sign something so we can't go into detail tired of holding back mr ben cunningham number 30 running back for the bears mike hold that thought (laughs) also former former nfl super bowl or former nfl superstar and super bowl uh champion dwight smith admitted in the sports radio interview last year that the that the winner of the of the major NFL games are predetermined by the league and that both teams know literally every play that the other team will run. Now, this sounds a little out there to me. It sounds a little out there to me. However, with the speculation that people are starting to come up with just these weird situations, these Mm -hmm. weird games, them all coming down to the last game, maybe even this guy missing four extra points last night. I just think he's a schlub, but people might say that 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 was awfully strange. And then these two guys, these two gentlemen that I pulled up this morning with, with their statements, we're going to talk about this maybe entirely tomorrow. Maybe they'll maybe maybe longer. You know that that'll be our topic conversation. But mm-hmm. right off, you know, just just give me a thirty second. Give me your thoughts on those two gentlemen's um, statements. Well, I'm waiting for uh, for uh, Cunningham Benny Cunningham to to speak on this because he said this over two years, almost three years ago. Okay, April April sixteenth, twenty twenty is when I'm seeing it was reported. Okay, where what happened to this guy? Did, He's probably dead. Did Goodell have hungry. him silenced? That's the new. Con- I'm going to add that on there. And I, who was the other guy that you're just talking about? Um, Dwight Smith. Dwight Smith. So Dwight Smith. I uh, I don't know, man. It, who played in Super Bowl like, 37, 40, so 30, XXXVII. I guess that would be 37, correct? Wow. So I don't know. You know how hard it is. Like every, like, to have people, so you'd have to have every official there in on it. You would have to have the owners in on it. You would have to have so many people in on it, and to keep everyone quiet. And here's one more thing, Mike. And that's co- that's hard. That the that's officials hard. do have something going into their ear constantly during a game with that piece in their ear. Again, 
this this is a big conversation. This, this, this is big. We can't cover this in the last I, I think to, tomorrow we just do a whole chunk of NFL conspiracies. All right. With that being said, let's move on. Mike Hextall, Ron Hextall, as much as we complain about him, as much as people say he's not doing much, Mike, Ron Hextall becomes, becomes the uh, fastest GM in Penguins history to reach 100 wins. He did it in 170 like it. games. And Shiro, Shiro the great, Shiro did it in 176. But Ron Hextall, Mike, in 100 and 70 games got his 100th win and uh i guess it would be 101 now say one last time <laughs> and it has bleep all to show for it yeah no playoff series win no stanley cups leads you know i know i'm tired of all Ray, these people doing, and, doing a regular like, season like, some like rutherford you know rishiro um uh, Three things we uh, got: Patrick, Bridges, have, have, have Rivers, the championships. We're missing one of them. Give us yeah, a coach. Yeah, like, I, I don't around here. Yeah, that, that's nice, Hextall. You 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 inherited a New damn York, good team. Come on, you, we want to win. Inherited a two-time Stanley Cup championship team. Guys on there who have won three. Some of the greatest players of all time. And you have done nothing to improve this team. You're lucky they're winning games right now. And Mike, I remember Jason Williams four. The news. Uh, just going back to something that P was talking about a little bit about ago. China, China, China has its first population drop in six decades. Mike, the first population drop in six decades over in China. The world must be ending because. It must uh, be ending. <laughs> <laughs> also, sign of the apocalypse. Anybody see? Oh, the sign of something. Did anybody see this statue that they made to? commemorate um martin luther king that was uh displayed the other day it's very yes. hard to tell what's going on I, i'm it, sure it's a beautiful statue of uh, a hugging arm but it, it it looks it looks it looks um noted by many people like a man's head between a woman's legs um it, like i I, I i saw that angle and i'm like oh then i saw another angle yes like, oh okay did you see when they did the the um the display the uh reveal and the person was in the front doing the handstand with their butt cheeks no, back and I, forth? I didn't see that but <laughs> see, I, the, I i saw the angle where it looked it looked where i'm like what is this yes and then i i the next day it came out they were showing another angle and you were able to see i'm like oh this is two people hugging yeah okay i wish they so were like the angle. angle they showed it on was a they chose a bad angle my what the fuck come on like, look at that I, I i literally had to go look up what it was i yeah. i didn't know so it first once you I, actually see the picture and then you see the yes. sculpture from like a good angle they should okay. have a it makes so much sense somewhere around no. it so people know, I, I know uh, like they should have had all the press on like they they know where the good angle is going to be so tell the press where yeah. to stand and they take put a it picture at the bad me. angle and yeah. then there was a woman i i, I believe it was, i hope it was a woman but she was doing a handstand in front yeah. of the crowd, between the crowd and the in the statue. Yeah, and she had a, a thong bikini on, and she yeah. was flapping her butt cheeks yeah. real fast. And that's what made me think, okay, what's going on? I, I'm missing yeah. something. You got this crazy yeah. bitch in the front. That the statue looks like somebody's eating a chick out. I didn't know what was going on. I literally had to go look it up. But uh, I mean, the 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 meaning is great. That the statue is great. The, yeah, the, once you yeah once they show it from the right angle. Bizarre. I mean, yeah. Um, I was like, what the hell were you thinking? But no, I, 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 once I saw the actual statue, like this looks nice statue. Brittany Griner, Mike. Brittany Griner. There is a comic book made about Brittany Griner recently, and it's going to be revealed next week. You know what? I'm probably not going to buy it because I don't buy comic books, but I'm going to get online and I'm going to try to see as much as I can. I was into the whole Brittany Griner thing, and to be honest, in this weird kind of way, you know, I have a crush on her, so I will <laughs> still be saying the forbidden fruit, the, the forbidden fruit, and that's what it is. I will be checking it out. I think that that's interesting, and it's about her life. So that could be very interesting yeah. going from childhood all the way to where she is now. I'd be very interested to check that out. I do want to see that. Oh, Finally, yeah. Mike, in the news, the uh, the, the police woman, I, I think that has been beat, <laughs> beat to death, this story. Everybody with the comments <laughs> on social media, this Tennessee chick. I, and I, I think the husband was involved, but this Tennessee cop, this police woman, she had sex with about i don't know six different guys my problem is what's the problem was it i mean what was there something done mike to where it, it was actually a problem or should this kind of been kept behind closed doors because who gives a shit i like i don't know i don't know like how it all i know it, like it blew up from like people like 
first thing I know is like her picture, and then they had the picture from the the rabbit from Zootopia. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> then like the next day, I'm like, oh, the the true story behind it. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Then I read into it. I was like, oh, okay. She was a she was a cop, but also a badge bunny at the same time. What the hell's going on here? And then the husband knew about. It. The husband was cool with it. Yeah. As long as it wasn't done on the clock. That's my no, point. No, what's, no what's but now if they started doing stuff on the clock, yeah, people need to know about that. You need to know, like, you know, they're we pay them. Yeah, absolutely. Public pays the cops, so we need like if they're doing this on that must have been what happened because otherwise yeah. it's not, it's, a, it's a non-story. I mean, it's who a non-story. Cares? Yeah, you know, this happens all the time with people, and just because it was a police officer, now we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, but and, uh, but if it was done on you know on that the would clock, be the issue on, yes. on taxpayer time, I want to know. You must be filming that, putting it up on Pornhub, and you know, financing all the lawsuits you got to pay. That's the second time that amazing website has come up today on our show, and I, I'm just glad they're not a sponsor. Yet they should be. Yes, they should be. And that, everybody, <laughs> was today's. <laughs> All right, Michael, that leaves us for just enough time. Just enough time. I give me one second. I just have to put put P two up real quick. I want to see what P said. I didn't get a chance you didn't to read see that. Uh, left, which maximizes talent. Jason Miller, really reminding me of a cricket I met from West Virginia in the Navy. One of the fastest people. Okay, okay. The rabbit. We called him the rabbit. Wasn't Jason Williams the one they always called uh, white chocolate? He went to high school with um, Randy Moss. He was yeah. the big basketball. Oh, that, they, apparently they both were big basketball stars. But yeah, Randy yeah. Moss went the way that he did, and, and Jason Williams. He did went on to play. He, he went on the Phoenix Suns, right? Uh, he played with the Sacramento Kings mostly. Where he was oh, okay. on that, I'm not real sure. But they were I was both wrong then. out of Virginia. They um, is that what um? West yeah, Virginia. he did to West Virginia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Randy Moss. He's Randy Moss is a good. You know, he's from down down the sticks, man. That's why he got that accent. I love it. And they uh, they were teammates, Mike. They went to high school together and were star mates. Yeah. Um, Mike, are you ready? We got just enough time to finish up with some trivia of the day. Of course, this is the playoffs, so we did we did convert over to Super Bowl trivia. Super Bowl trivia. Are you ready? I am ready. P, play along. Everybody at home, play along. Here we go. Here's the trivia question of the day. What is the highest point amount ever scored in a Super Bowl by one team? What is the highest point amount ever scored in a Super Bowl by one team? And do you know who it is and how much it was? Um, It's the 49ers. And go. I believe it. I believe it was the 49ers when they they laid that woodshed on the uh, on the Chargers. I think it was. Now I'm second guessing myself. He's always keeping it colorful. We love you, P. All right. So the question of the day, what is the, the highest point amount ever scored in a Super Bowl by one team? And do you know who it is? Mike, do you, you want to take a stab at it? Oh, P's saying 38. I, I thought it was more than that. I was, I was going like 44. Let's go 45. 45. P says 38. That's the highest amount by one team is what you're saying is scored in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. It's 45 points. Okay. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and lock you in on that. Lock it in. Lock you in. There you go. Locked in. All right, everybody. Here we go. Trivia of the day. What is the highest point amount ever scored in a Super Bowl by one team? Mike says 45. P says 38. Oh, so sorry. The actually uh, the highest Mike they did, they scored a lot of points in that Super Bowl against San Diego, but you were right. It was the 49ers. It was a 55 to 10 win oh. over the Broncos in the late 80s. I remember watching that game. That was probably one of the first three games that I, Super Bowls that I do recall watching. And um, 55, 55, 55 to 10 was the final count on that one, Mike. Damn. But, hey, hey, you know what? We still have a few weeks of the Super Bowl. You have plenty of time to get more right, correct answers. And you know what? You wasn't that far off. Eh. I'll take it. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up, huh? Um, <laughs> Mike, why don't you go tell everybody about the website? Huh? Two dummyinjures.com, right down the bottom screen, right there. Number two, D U M Y I N D R S.com. Two dummyinjures. 
There you have it, everybody. There, go check out the website. Also, we God are damn, live a lot every points. single day, Monday through Friday, from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. right here. And if you do miss the show or you just want to listen to it or have it on in the car or at work, um, the show that we are doing right now will be uploaded to Spotify, just like every day. The show we do live every day is uploaded to Spotify at 8 o'clock in the evening. So you can watch this uh, version anytime you want. But if you want to just listen and, uh, like I said, have it on the background, it will be on Spotify, this show, 8 o'clock this evening. And that is uh, just the, the same thing that we do. You know, that's our, that is the system. So every day, <laughs> if you just want to listen, that's how it plays out. Easy for you to say. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Mike, do you have anything, anything before we take off, man? NFL rigged. Learn about it tomorrow. NFL rigged tomorrow. We will. We'll be talking. We'll be looking a little into Mr. Cunningham, a little into, I can't remember the other, Mr. Smith, maybe it was. Mm-hmm. And we will take a little bit deeper look inside the possibility of the conspiracies that the NFL might be rigged. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, my new, that's my new life thing. On that note, we thank you for your colorful, your colorful insight. As always, for Mike, Ryan, the two dumb yenses, we'll see you tomorrow. See ya. (laughs) No, 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 no.